Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast which provides encouragement and guidance for parents overwhelmed with the responsibilities of raising a child with special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis. Gain an enlightening perspective that helps dispel feelings of fear, uncertainty, or exhaustion as you venture into a life of peace, joy, and clarity. You're now on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Welcome to the Clarity Call, everyone. We're so glad you're back for another week with us. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Alicia. And we have some thoughts to share with you today. Mm, thoughts. <laughs> I guess we have thoughts we to share with thoughts. you every week. But we've kind of been compiling some of these thoughts for a little while. So we're going to try and marry some of them together. But before we do that, we will have Alicia start us off with our reality check. Okay, well, thinking about this, um, kind of, we're going to end up talking a little bit about daily routines or, you know, circumstances. And back in about 2007-ish, I don't know, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is a thyroid disease, autoimmune disease. Well, in 2012, fast forward, um, I was just raising a bunch of babies and doing life and I think life was running me more than I was running it, but I was doing a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And um, raising seven kids and life was crazy. Well, in 2012, I got really sick. Um, my husband had left and I was just not well. And I don't know, it must have been about April, January left, April-ish. I was like, you know, I'm gonna do something for me. And I had got this treadmill at Christmas time before and hadn't really gotten on it yet maybe once here and there. And I was just like, no, I'm doing this. I got this because I know I want to walk. I can't really leave the house with all these babies. Right. So I went downstairs one night and got on the treadmill. And honestly, my kids were like, what are you doing, mom? You cannot afford to lose any weight or burn any calories. And I had told my dad and he was the same thing. You can't afford to lose any weight, burn any calories. And I was just like, okay, wait, I need to mentally get well. And I need to exercise. I need to get my body and my mind in sync. I need to pull out of this funk that I'm in. And I'm not going to do that by remaining to do the same thing I'm doing every day. Right. So I get on this treadmill. Well, um, that's about when I started really taking serious my health and what I was going to do to push forward in life despite challenges or struggles. Well, so when you say health, <clears throat> you mean physical and mental health? Yes. Okay. Both. Because obviously it wasn't so much physical at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And I just decided, you know, mentally I needed to, you know, like they say, exercise releases the serotonin, which helps with your endorphins. You know, right, you right. just feel better. So I'm like, I just need to feel better. So I started doing this. Well... Anyway, fast forward now, here I am to 2022, and um, I have slowly but surely changed my routine. Every, you know, every couple weeks, months, years now, to understanding that my body is going to continue to age, despite my um, agreeance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, when I got to spend some time with my grandbabies a year or so ago, it just hit me like I want to continue to stay young, feel young, and be strong. And I'm going to have to do little things incrementally every day to 
to help that. It's not just going to happen because right. it's a natural part of life to deteriorate if you don't do something, right? So mm-hmm. I've taken that real seriously and each day this year, actually, I decided to be the year of the weights because mm. I'm not one for weights, I'll be honest. Um, I'm like, just give me the treadmill, do a little yoga, I'm feeling great. And I really am like, I feel stronger than I've ever been and I feel really healthy physically, mentally stronger than I've ever been. I just love humans. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why I need to be strong is because I, I want to continue to be able to lift humans and in all the ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, Yeah. be able to lift and uplift. And that can only be done by those daily choices that we make. And so I'm going to continue to do that, make those daily choices to better myself, better the humans around me. Wait, are you saying that you can be a better human for other people's when you take care of yourself first? Oh, yeah. Oh, huh. Self-care. I'm doing it every day of my life. Yeah. Oh. It really is a serious part, and it, there's very few things that will get in the way of making sure that I take care of myself, too. Yeah. It's amazing. And sometimes first. Yeah, you realize when you take care of you, you are better able to show up for others, which brings us into our topic today. It's kind of back to the basics, honestly, with a bunch of awesome thoughts layered on top, but... Um, I saw this quote, and it doesn't have an author attached to it, but it says, your brain will constantly rewire itself to suit the information that you feed into it. If you constantly complain, gossip, find excuses, etc., it will make it much easier to find things to be upset about, regardless of what's happening around you. Likewise, if you constantly search for opportunities, abundance, love, and things to be grateful for, it will make it much easier to find a reflection of those things around you. It takes practice, but over time, this is a very powerful way to reshape your reality, which is what Alicia just told us she's done, right? Which is what I've done in so many areas of my life, which is what we can all do with just a little bit more awareness and intention. Okay. A little or a lot. Sometimes it takes a lot to pull yourself out of that funk. That's true initially, but like it says in here, it just takes practice. Yeah. It might feel like it takes a lot of effort in the beginning, but then it just becomes part of your daily routine. Right? Right. Well, when I started on that treadmill back then, I literally could not run one minute. I'd try, I'd start walking, 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 and then I'd try and like run one minute and I'm gasping for air. Yeah. It was that hard for me. My lungs were not ready. They weren't strengthened. I've always had a struggle breathing when I run. Now, I can run. And I can run. I choose not to because, you know, I have joints that need to be. But I also could run for at least 15 or so minutes. Well, it's taken a lot of years to get to that, Mm. to build up that endurance and practice. But absolutely, I can look back and be like, I have come so far. Yeah. For sure. So, I'll have Alicia share this quote that she shared with me. Uh, recently that ties so beautifully into this the secret of your success your success is found in your daily routine you will never change your life without changing part of that routine yes so when you're stuck and you're frustrated and you're not in a place that you want to be change something small yeah even if it's putting on a piece of clothing before something else. Like anything little that you do every single day without even thinking about it 
really start to look at that routine and break it down and realize what can you do different. Well, and do you know why this happens? The reason we're saying it takes practice, the reason we're saying it's these little things of how you change your life is because it all comes back to the basis of your relationship with yourself. Okay, what are you feeding your brain? What are you taking in that's retraining and changing things inside of you? And what you're teaching yourself when you make small changes to better yourself in your life and then you follow through with it is that you're teaching yourself that you make and keep commitments to yourself. And when you think about any successful relationship, right? It's a relationship where you make and keep commitments to them. You show up for that person. You love that person. You think about them in kind and loving ways. You're not critical or judgmental. It's the same with your relationship with yourself. You have to look at ways that you can change your daily routine. Again, it's going to take some effort, but you have to decide that you love you and you're committed to you to keeping commitments to yourself, to better yourself so that you can be better in the world and for other people. Right. Right. Um, I saw this cute little quote again, like I said, we've kind of just been layering thoughts on top of thoughts, but I love this. It says an optimist is someone who figures that taking a step backward after taking a step forward is not a disaster. It's more like a cha-cha. <laughs> and we love to dance. Right? So we've, we're cha cha all the time. Yeah. So, sure. you know, I mean, it's like I was saying in, in our previous, our last episode about thinking that Caden's procedure was going way better than everybody thought. It his, thought his recovery was going so well. And then on day three. Cha-cha. It got, <laughs> we took a step backward. I, you know, in, in a lot of ways, it felt like things got harder. His pain got worse. His tongue got bigger. Like it felt like we took a step backward, but if you're being optimistic about it, you're like, Oh no, this is just part of the process. This is part of the healing. This is always how it was supposed to go. And then it becomes more like the dance of life instead of this is a disaster and mm -hmm. everything's going wrong and misery and pain and all of that, right? We make things dramatic. And again, it's because of what we've allowed into our brain. It's that the drama feels good on some level. It feels important. It feels needed. And I promise you, it's just not. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was... You were saying that, and I was thinking about poor little Caden, and I've had some grandbabies that have been really sick. And, um, and man, it is so hard to watch your children go through things, but when you layer on your child going through something that your grandchild is going through, believe it or not, that concern or pain actually deepens Magnifies. too. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. Wow. And when I found out that they were sick, like it was all I could do to to hold back the tears that they mm. were suffering so much. Yeah. And as I just imagined what I went through as a mom and having my kids go through similar experiences and that pain and then knowing my child had to go through that pain and then my grandchild was living that pain, I just was like, oh my gosh, like you say, layer on layer of those feelings, but then also understanding that compassion and hope and knowing that like, this is the process for them. Right. And them having to go through some of those challenges and recognizing their, um, 
their strength and their growth in the process and just being able to be the cheerleader. You know, yeah, you can you can cry and be sad with them, mm-hmm. but then how important to just have such a good cheerleader in the corner and just be like, I'm here for you. I'm thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Like, that just means the world. Yeah. You know, and so to, to take that different approach as we talk about having to ebb and flow and be flexible through life, mm-hmm. realizing that we take on a different role with each phase of life too. Right. And none is less valuable than the other. Right. And even though these pains and problems and struggles come with these experiences, we can so be um, be a blessing to others too by being their little cheerleader and just being like, I'm, you know, it hurts and it's horrible. And I know you have to go through it because I had to go through it and you're going to be okay. But just to be the cheerleader and just to allow that to be the new step. Yeah. That to be the new little growth or change that you have to do because you can't fix that. You can't do it again for them. You have to just make the change and choose how you're going to show up to be that optimist, to be that person for them, to pull them through. To Anyway, it's right. just that was just kind of cool to think about because it is hard. It's it's hard to make those conscious efforts for that change and growth. But Yeah, well, yeah. And it, it makes me think about, um, you know, this another little thought that we had put into our bucket for this episode um, of how to make these changes. You know, we like to give you kind of our thoughts and ideas on life, but then we also like to offer you tools to implement these changes into your life. And if you're going to retrain your brain, you have to be purposeful about it. So we have this challenge that when a negative thought enters your mind, think three positive ones. Train yourself to flip the script. Mm. Right? It has to be intentional. It takes work. It takes so much work. You, you, I mean, until you get that, yeah. it, you just think about it. You're like, oh, neg- oh, mm. Mm. three positives. Mm. How's that going to And work? it's a challenge. And <laughs> yeah. so here's the other thing is when we get to a certain point in my, when I'm coaching a client, I ask them what they love about themselves. And I promise you, not one of them has ever been like, oh, I love that I'm this, or mm-hmm. I love this about me. Never. They're like, oh. And none of them have ever been able to come up with something just like immediately. And so that's the, one of the challenges or one of the homework that I give is, okay, before our next session, you come up with 25 things you love about yourself. Mm-hmm. I remember the first day I sat in counseling and the gentleman said to me, who's the most important person in your life? Right. Yeah. And I think I shared that. And yeah. I cried. I mean, yeah. I was literally speechless and I just cried because you get lost. Yeah. Whether it's special needs, whether it's challenges, financial, emotional, mental, you can find yourself lost if you're not doing the work and being intentional every day yeah. with who you are, how you show up for yourself. Yeah, because all of these things that we're telling you as far as like making changes in your life, being mindful of what you allow in, generating positive emotion on purpose, all of this, if it's not being done with the emotion of love for self driving it, it's not going to stick. You have to have that relationship with yourself intact and be constantly working at it like you do with the other relationships in your world. You know, relationships take effort, mindfulness, um, intention, 
you have to be purposeful with what you want a relationship to look like and become. And that's true for yourself as well. So that's what we've got for you today on. It's a lot of work, but it's so worth it. Yeah. Back to the, back to the basics maybe is what, what we're looking at today. Yeah. Really Start just, small. Make one small change today. Just think of something that you can change, even if it's go to bed five minutes earlier or, right. you know, anything little, the way you brush your teeth, the little whatever, and realize that you are strong enough to make those little changes and then you can start with the bigger things. Yeah. But start small. Start small and also don't be hard on yourself if you can't follow that routine every day. I mean, Alicia exercises every day, but... Sometimes she'll be like, oh yeah, I didn't get to get on the treadmill before I came over here to do this with you. And so I'm going back to do that right now. Like just be flexible and realize that a routine doesn't mean it has to happen in the exact time frame or for as long as you think it should. You know, like sometimes you're going to get to read your scriptures for 30 minutes and sometimes you're going to get to read them for 30 seconds. (laughs) And that's exactly how my world goes. Right. So just if you get five minutes on the treadmill where you normally would get 30, like, just let it be what it is. Let it all be okay. And just love yourself, have compassion for yourself, but show up for yourself. Push yourself a little bit more to be better and do better because we're all capable of being and doing a little bit better and growing and creating better in the world. That's really what it comes back to. And you're so worth it. 100%. Absolutely. So we're going to finish reminding you once and forever that (laughs) once and forever forever. (laughs) that the happiness of your life does depend on the quality of your thoughts Mm -hmm. all right so here's your would you rather for today and i haven't i thought i saw this one and i hadn't decided on the answer for myself yet so we'll see what, what ends up being okay would you never be able to take an airplane again or never have internet access again no Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. And if you just know how much I hate road trips. I have to have internet because I have to see my grandbabies and my kids. Right? I have to. Well, I have to be able to look up a phone number for a specialist in a moment's notice. And you're not going anywhere anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, that's true. Just to think if I (laughs) didn't want to go somewhere and I would have to drive. Especially (gasps) because we just thought about that last night. And when you said that, I seriously think I haven't even recovered. That's probably why I didn't wake up. Sorry. Is because you would have me in so much shock. It's fine. I can take the blame. Let's go. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, that to not to know you couldn't go is yeah. only as far as your car could take you. Right. You're never going overseas. Ooh, yeah. But no matter how far I go, if I can't see my family, but remember, and talk we to used them, to live without the internet. Yeah, but I haven't now. <laughs> and I need to see them <laughs> unless I can take them with me or be where they are, and we all go. Yeah. Yeah, I It's just interesting, right? It's interesting yeah. to give our brains these opportunities to think about things that we don't typically think about. At least my what? kids know. I'll pick them first. Yeah. I don't have to go to the Caribbean or Hawaii ever, <laughs> even though I've committed to myself. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely picking internet access as well. So, anyways, I guess we get to communicate and at least have FaceTimes and Yeah, we whatever. can watch those people in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us again this week. We hope everybody has a fantastic week and we'll see you next time.
You've been listening to The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Find additional episodes of the program on any popular podcast app or search Apple iTunes. You may also subscribe to The Clarity Call to catch every episode. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, we invite you to share it and please leave a rating and review of our program. If you'd like to connect with Alicia and Kimberly on social media, you can find them on Instagram as The Clarity Call or on Facebook under Clarity Call. They can also be reached by email at theclaritycall at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and supporting our program.